Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Sound Prince for the week of July 8, 2018. We're all home from St. Louis, and what a week it was. So many events, so many people, so much to learn, so much fun. Some great things happened at convention. ACB unveiled its brand new website. Check it out at acb.org. The Marrakesh Treaty unanimously passed the United States Senate on June 28. Years of hard work by ACB and other organizations paid off and will bring many more books and reading materials to blind and visually impaired people around the world. ACB elected five directors, including new board members Jim Crock from Florida and Michael Talley from Alabama, and three members of the Board of Publications, Paul Edwards from Florida, Deb Cook-Lewis from Washington State, and Penny Reeder from Maryland. For those of you who weren't there, we've included a tiny look at the 57th ACB Conference and Convention. On page two, we talk with Ben Wright, one of KCB's younger members who attended his first ACB Conference and Convention. His enthusiasm is contagious. Page 3 contains parts of the opening ceremonies on Saturday night, June 30. June Link of St. Louis, Missouri sings the Star Spangled Banner, and we were especially proud of her since June is the immediate past president of the American Council of Blind Lions. Included on page 4 are other snippets from opening session. Deb Trevino, formerly from Kentucky and now from Delaware, was one of the five J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows this year. Hear her remarks from the stage. The roll call of affiliates is always a highlight of opening session. Listen as Deb Trevino, Susan Amont, and Debbie Dethridge answer the roll call for Delaware, Bluegrass Council, and the Kentucky Council of the Blind, respectively. Ray Campbell from Illinois is ACB Secretary, and he is, of course, conducting the roll call. We will be bringing you more convention segments in future sound prints. Or you can download and listen to the general sessions, the banquet, and selected workshops by visiting www.acbradio.org acb-convention. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. On the phone with me is Ben Wright. Ben is a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind as well as of several special interest groups. He's one of our younger members. And he attended the ACB convention in St. Louis, and he was a first-timer this year. And, Ben, we are so glad to have you with us on Sound Prince. And I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and, and, and we um, want you to just give us some of your impressions of the convention. Tell us what you enjoyed most or what was exciting. You seemed to hit the ground running when you got there, and I don't think you stopped until you left. So you know, tell us about it. Well, <clears throat> I think the convention was the most, it was a really awesome time for me. It was, it was a great way for me to connect with people who, um, who share a lot of my same interests, especially when it comes to audio description and technology and all sorts of things. And I got to go on a lot of fun tours. I think my favorite tour I got to go on was the courthouse tour. We and, had to go in. Yeah, tell people about that in case they don't know what that is. Um, the old courthouse is in St. Louis is a is a um, almost like a museum now. They have all like a whole lot of different courtrooms we got to go into and 
Well, we got to go into one of the courtrooms and sit down and listen to the transcript of the Dred Scott case. And for those of you who don't know, Dred Scott was a slave who was brought to Illinois with his master to um, work with him in the fort, in one of the forts, I think forts, um, Fort Snelling's up in Wisconsin, Wisconsin Territory at the time. And he thought he was free because Illinois was a free state at the time. So um, he was suing for his freedom. So we got to, the Association of Visually Impaired Attorneys got to act out the case for us. We had a judge and we were the jury and they had all the lawyers and they pretty much read through the transcript of the trial. and. It was, I thought it was really cool getting to sit in that courtroom and where, where all that happened and be a part of that. And I remember the courtroom had a lot of echo sounds to it, especially when the judge banged his gavel at the very end. You can also be feel like I was in the courtroom when, when the case was actually happening for real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that 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 had to be a, a really really cool thing, especially if you like history and so on. That, and um, and also all those, you know, all the 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 topics and the advocacy and things that ACB is into. I mean, it was just a, an early version of a lot of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So tell us some other things. Well, I got to be a take a small part in the audio description audio description project um, annual conference. Mm-hmm. About two months before convention, Susan Glass, one of the um, main folks in the audio description projects, along with Joel Snyder, reached out to the membership of ACB and asked for people to become mentors to um, sighted audio describers. And, of course, you know me, I couldn't say no. <laughs> but I, you couldn't. <laughs> I, I emailed her right away and said I, was, I would be very much be interested. So on Sunday afternoon, I got to go to the end of their session. And I was paired up with an audio describer named Stacia Boyd from Orlando, Florida. And we got to go out to dinner, and I got to talk to her about what I thought I liked about audio description. And we talked about um, some of the things that I've been in and some of the plays I've seen that have the audio description. And I was, give, I was able to give her my input about what I liked about audio description and, and what I like to see done with audio description, especially for live theater, because um, she has been doing some description for the national parks. But I think she is, has told me that she wants to branch off and go into live theater descriptions. So I told her what I'd like to see and what I've heard before. And I think hopefully that with my information, she can take it back with her and, and use some of it. That was a really good match because you like going to plays and a lot of live events and so on. And you do that on a regular basis here in Louisville. I so do. I do. Yeah, so I'm sure you had some great input for her. I did. It was mm-hmm. it was a great learning experience for both of us. And you went to general session? I did go to general session, and general session was so much fun. I could almost, especially the first one, when um, you could almost feel the energy in the room with you, because all everybody's excited and there's so much to say that was said and done. It just seems so amazing. I can't. I, words can't describe how 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 I felt when. I'm, when when they introduced Kim Charleston and everybody cheered and they played that music, Meet Me in St. Louis, to, and you heard the train sound and you heard them say, all aboard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's one thing to hear it on ACB radio, but to be there in person and sit where we sat almost to the front, wow. That's all I could say about how fun it was. Yeah. But and I, got, I loved getting to hear from all the different sponsors that were there and my, um, hearing the guy who the blind card player, mm-hmm. 
and going to hear from the lady who's, who played in NCIS. I thought that was pretty cool. And I love how they have a talking book narrator come every year and talk about her experiences in reading books and what it's like for her to read. And maybe when she gets to read for us at the very end of her speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, were you, you were in there on Thursday? I was in there on Thursday. And mm-hmm. being there on Thursday was pretty cool because I got to see how how the elections were done and how when we when how heated people can get over certain um, amendments and uh, topics that they feel passionately about well, and that is it's okay to get up and you know they would take one speaker for and one speaker yeah. against and um, yeah yeah it was it was really interesting i'm sure that that probably sounded a lot was a lot different in person than on acb radio too it was in person i felt like i was maybe on the floor of the congress or something (laughs) well you know when they come along and they hand out the ballots and they come back and they collect them and Mm -hmm. and then you know we're polling for our affiliate vote now each affiliate does that affiliate vote differently kentucky we we poll our our people and we say you know how would what what would you like to have how what input would you like to have into the affiliate vote and how we and how we split our vote and you know that may or may not be the way you voted on your on your secret ballot so um it was it was interesting the other thing that i thought was interesting on thursday was when we were voting on that constitutional amendment you know they take a two-thirds to pass and Mm -hmm. uh kim charleston had ruled that the amendment had passed but there were people who did not think it had passed or felt that it was too close to call and so um I thought it was pretty too close to call, too. Yeah. I felt like we were in a tie yes. when we were up there. Yes. And so um, so they, they in, in ACB, if, if, if 25 people disagree with the ruling of the chair, they can request a roll call. 25 people stand up to request that roll call, then we have a roll call. And so that's what happened. And, in fact, the amendment had failed by 2%. So... Um, it was that I, I thought that, especially you know, from uh, the standpoint of, okay, does, is the chair's rule always so? I mean, it really demonstrated that the you know that that the people um, can 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 um, you know question that ruling and do in ACB we have no problem doing that. No, we don't. It's, a, <laughs> it's very democratic process in ACB, and I think. That's- I think it's a wonderful thing. Yes. And then, of course, we had the one contested um, board of publication position where, yes. you know, we had speeches and we had the ballot and then we had the roll call of the affiliates and so on. And and, and that was a good demonstration of the of that process as well. So, I didn't know that both of those things happened concurrently, the, the secret ballot and the roll call. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, they get they get those ballots taken up, and then they start down that roll call, and um, and so it you know that that process can take a little while, but um, but you know it we used to not do the secret ballot. We've only been doing the secret ballot for maybe four years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, we did a standing vote, and yeah. and they would count the standing votes, and then. Um, and then they do the roll call. Well, the secret ballot vote may take 
a little more time, but not much. But we changed that because when you do a standing vote, the people in the room who can see can look around and see how people are voting. Well, mm -hmm. the totally blind people can't do that. And everybody felt like they should just kind of be free to vote whatever ever how they wanted to vote on their own personal individual vote and um and i think that's made i think that's been a good thing um it, that has worked well so um well tell us some more things you you were just always out and about um i was i saw you coming did a lot to, of walking that week yes did you like exhibits i did like the exhibits um i really liked what you all had to have in the mini mall i wish i'd gone to a few more exhibits but time got away from me, and I didn't get to go to mm -hmm. as many exhibits as I'd like to. Mm -hmm. Maybe next year. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So you're planning to go next year? Yes, I'd love to go next year if we can work it out. Yeah, yeah. Next year is Rochester. And I don't yes, think there'll be quite as much walking in Rochester. <laughs> Maybe not as much. Yeah, that hotel was absolutely was enormous. Massive. Yeah. And I, I was actually in the hotel. It used to be a shopping mall. Mm -hmm. Back in 1992, I went there with my family oh. in the, with a shopping mall, and mm -hmm. I didn't. I never put two and two together until I went down to the exhibit hall. Mm -hmm. And the exhibit hall, exhibit hall had that mall feel with the with the um, skylights and the sun shining through the windows and the ceiling. And mm -hmm. um, when you went to some of those midway rooms, those used to be the stores. So it felt like I was walking to. Oh. I was wondering why it felt like I was walking to a store at some time. Oh. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know they were the stores. Um, yeah. But but you're right. You see clothing stores down there. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you're right. That that exhibit area was. You know, the, it was almost like there were. Uh, I thought, well, there's there must be skylights or something in this area. So you're right. That that could have been the part of the mall. But that that was absolutely enormous. So, um, you know, did you? Uh, did you enjoy that? You went to the banquet. I did go to the banquet and I'm um, getting to hear Michael Cleveland play. That's probably like the second or third time I've heard him play when, since I've known him, because known you all. Because the first time I heard him play was at your at the KCB convention in 2014. Mm -hmm. Then I heard him again at the a at APH last August, and then I heard him this time. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody really seemed to enjoy his music, and it's, you can almost again that's another time you can almost feel the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just your plain old keynote speaker getting up and talking for however long their keynote speakers talk for at the banquet. <laughs> and but putting was, you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I've never been to one where there's been a keynote speaker. Yeah, yeah. So. Those, uh, going back to the sponsor presentations, you know, um, when sometimes when you think about, well, this is a sponsor presentation, you think, oh, well, this is just a sales pitch or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, those sponsors like Microsoft and Cisco Systems, uh, General IRA. Motors was there. Um, which one? The IRA sponsor. IRA, yes. When, when they got up there and talked about the things um, – that were happening in their companies, Amazon, um, and then of course the usual VFO and humanware and those. Uh, it wasn't just like a, a sales pitch. It was an informative presentation. Um, I, I thought from, at least from most of them, they were very informative. Um, I particularly enjoyed the General Motors presentation because he talked about the development of the driverless cars and the autonomous things. vehicles. Yes, yes. Which and, I want to get one day. Oh, you and me too. 
I plan to have one, you know, or at least maybe we can have one that we keep busy all the time. That's right. So, but um, but I, I particularly like those. Did you have a, a particularly favorite presentation among the those types the of Microsoft, things? The Microsoft, the mm-hmm. Microsoft um, person getting up for Microsoft and talking about the new Seeing AI app, which is an app I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. I went up to my hotel room and downloaded it that night, but mm-hmm. now that I'm home, I can maybe explore a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool the way he demonstrated it. It took a picture, and it, it described the picture, um, described yeah. what the picture was. A happy 39-year-old man mm-hmm. is what I heard when he described it. Yes. So I really want to explore that because taking um, – I've been in lots of pictures, and it really has bugged me because people take pictures, and um, and I can't see what the pictures are. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that – I had always wished there was a way I can make pic- um, have pictures come to life for me. Mm-hmm. In between the graffiti that APH demonstrated and the Seeing AI um, app that I want to know, get to know more about, mm-hmm. I can that can maybe come to reality for me, so I won't get mad when people take pictures mm-hmm. and I can I won't can't be I can't understand what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing in Seeing AI that's really good, they have a, a currency reader in there, and. Uh, you can down, when you open that app down there at the bottom of the screen is the um, channel selector they call their different parts of their app channels and it defaults to the short document reader. Um, I have some trouble with that. I haven't practiced enough with those. But if you flick your finger up, uh, one finger up, it will change to the different channels and mm-hmm. there is um, long document, there's a barcode reader, um, eventually you'll come to a currency reader, and it reads pretty quickly. It, it does a really good job of, mm-hmm. of reading. Of course, it still isn't like if we had that, um, if we had that accessible currency. It's just not mm-hmm. that fast, but it's, it's pretty good if you're going to be dependent on an iPhone. But they're putting all kinds of stuff in that, in that app, and, and I, I think it's going to be a, it's a good thing. So, I wonder if it can read sheet music. Um, you know, I don't think it can, but there's where Ira comes in, um, yeah. because uh, Ira, um, they, uh, I know Brian Charlson was um, on Soundprints one time talking about the Ira glasses, and he had been in, I guess it was a ukulele group or something like that, and they had handed out music, and he was able to use his Ira glasses to call up, and somebody there was able to read him the chords so he could play right along with the people um, playing their, you know, sight reading in their group. I wonder how that would go with vocal music, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, that would be a little difficult. But, I bet it would. But it might help you at least, you know, it might help you. Um, you might take the music with you, you know, and have to read mm-hmm. through it. But um, but that, you know, that, there's definitely the applications for things that they got up there and talked about in general session. Just that it was almost like a technology parade of information. Um, or a buffet of yes, information. Yes, that's right. That's right. It was. And and it was just, you know, it's it's almost overwhelming. I thought last year was impressive. But this year was even more impressive. It just seemed like there's more and more. And you think back to, you know, 10 years ago, how everything has changed in the last That's 10 right. years. It's, it's just, you know, it's a whole new world for blind people. 
today. We can almost become excited with some of the new stuff that they have, like Ira and stuff. We can almost mm-hmm. feel like we're seeing again yes. for, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Well, Ben, I am so glad you went to the convention. I'm glad you had a great time. And we'll be beginning to talk about Rochester, New York. Um, that will be a great convention. We ACB hasn't had a convention in that part of the country in a long, long time. Oh, the yeah. 1964 convention was in Rochester, and it's been that many years since there's been a convention um, in in the the northeastern East part Coast. of the country. Yeah, we yeah. did have a convention in 1984 in Philadelphia, and we had a 2003 convention in Pittsburgh. But, you know, Pittsburgh is not, that's not the same part of the country. Philadelphia is over there on the eastern part of Pennsylvania. But we haven't been back much to that area since that Rochester convention. And, of course, that was when ACB was very young, and it was very small. So... It it will be really fun to go back to that, to go there and um, and and to just to 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 be part of of the fifty eighth convention now coming up. That will be yes. Well, thank you so much. Good You're to so welcome. good to have you on Soundpress today. Show. All right, thank you. Thanks. Find books and more in accessible media with APH's free of charge Louis database. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Locate accessible educational materials from nearly 200 different agencies. APH products and textbooks can also be located using Louie. New extended searching now available with free Louie Plus. Visit soon. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Page three. All right, uh, we are live here at the 2018 American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention in St. Louis, Missouri, getting ready for the start of the general session. Pre-entertainment's going on. It's Michael Hamm, who's uh, doing the piano at this point from St. Louis, Missouri. And at 7 o'clock, Kim will call the meeting to order, and we'll have lots of items on the agenda, including the president's report that she'll give, and we'll have the presentation of the colors to start things off, you know, with the Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem. And further down the agenda, uh, we've got the we've got the awards presentations coming and all kinds of great stuff, so keep it right here. Right now, I'll go ahead and bring up the house and let you hear a bit of the pre-entertainment as uh, Michael Hamm continues to entertain us on the piano. conference and convention is about to begin. Please take your seats. Thank you. 
Success Express. The American Council of the Blind welcomes you to the 57th Annual Conference and Convention at the Union Station Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. ACB President Kim Charlson. And I want to recognize um, for that great welcome and opening, Rick Morin, our AV guy. You're going to hear a lot of um, really terrific audio this year, and um, it's all due to Rick's creative work. So thank you, Rick, very much for all your hard work. It's my pleasure to introduce to you to sing the Star Spangled Banner. Missouri native June Link from St. Louis, Missouri. June.
Thank you. Thank you, June. That was beautiful. Thank you. All right. I want to acknowledge um, the talented pianist this evening um, from here in St. Louis, Mike Ham. He provided the uh, pre-evening entertainment, and he is now going to play the Missouri Waltz.
wonderful uh, music. It's beautiful. I am very pleased to turn the microphone over to the president of the Missouri Council of the Blind. I'd like you to welcome Mr. Denny Huff for her welcoming remarks. Good evening. And wow, what a start for the 57th Annual American Council of the Blind Convention. I want to welcome you on behalf of the Missouri Council of the Blind to the great show me state of Missouri. Of course, this week, we want it to be the show you state. We want to show you Midwest hospitality. We want to show you a lot of stairs that you have to climb. We want to show you some hot temperatures, and we want to show you just a great time here in the Gateway City, the gateway to the West, St. Louis, Missouri. Been a long time coming. 1981 was the last time that we had the convention here in Missouri. Of course, I forget what year it was, 1965, was it, uh, that ACB was born in Kansas City, Missouri, just across the state here. But from St. Louis to Kansas City, from Kirksville to Joplin, from Springfield to Cape Girardeau, we welcome you to the great state of Missouri. And have a good time, okay? Thank you, Denny. I know we all will have a great time. Page four. But right now for our um, introduction of our ACB 2018 Leadership Fellows, I recognize Eric Bridges. Well, it is now the third year of a program that I am absolutely delighted to have as part of of ACB and its sort of leadership pipeline uh, to be able to identify talent uh, in the state and special interest affiliates uh, that may not have bubbled up to the national level yet. And that's really what the J.P. Morgan uh, Leadership Fellows Program seeks to do. And uh, want to publicly thank once again for their, uh, for their generosity, J.P. Morgan Chase and company, for providing the funds to now uh, 18 fellows over three years. There are an additional five. Additional five this year that will be recognized. Uh, J.P. Morgan representatives are going to be here later in the week. Uh, as many of you know, they put their money where their mouth is. They don't just support us uh, through the convention uh, monetarily, but they actually come and listen to their customers, many of whom are in the audience. So with that, I'm going to hand it back to Kenneth to introduce the five 2018 J.P. Morgan Fellows. Kenneth. Thank you, Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, we will present to you five 
ACB and JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows for 2018. <laughs> now we move to Deb Trevino. Deborah Deb Trevino of Newark, Delaware, recently relocated from Kentucky, of which she served Kentucky Council of the Blind as first and second vice president and has been vice president of Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana. She has also served on the board of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind and board of the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association. Deb participated in several of the Crossroads Leadership Conferences sponsored by the Kentucky Council of the Blind. In the area of education, she earned a B.A. from the Washington Bible College with honors and a Master's in Divinity from the Louisville Presbyterian Theological Seminary with opportunities to exercise what she has learned. She continues to provide pastoral services in Delaware. Deb has also completed several courses from the Hadley Institute for the Blind with instruction in English grammar and conversational Spanish. She has 15 years' experience in medical transcription. Her volunteer work includes needlework for charities, arts and crafts instructor for a senior center, administrating and knitting for two prayer shawl ministries, and creating and leading chapel services for the seminary community. Deb is sure to be an asset to Delaware. Deb Trevino, everyone. I have to shout out to Kentucky because I'm originally from Kentucky, and, and these folks have been very significant in my life. And so um, thanks to uh, KCB for writing the letter I really appreciate that. And I'm very excited to be part of Delaware Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired. It's a struggling chapter affiliate, and we're going to make sure that it grows and recognizes its value and um, that, that these folks have a lot to offer. And I want to help them find out what they have inside to give to ACB. So I want to thank... J.P. Morgan Chase for this opportunity and Kenneth Simeon and the DKM committee for their work and for this opportunity to serve. Thanks to Eric and Kim also. Thanks. Congratulations, Deb. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. Great job. I know you're going to do great things in Delaware. What do you think we have to do next? <laughs> To conduct our roll call, I introduce to you ACB Secretary, Mr. Ray Campbell. Thank you, Madam President. Hello, ACB. Are we having a great time in St. Louis or what? Let's get underway. Alabama Council of the Blind, seven votes. Alabama Council of the Blind is very pleased to be here this year. Our official delegate is myself, Joan Garrett. The alternate delegate is Michael Talley. The delegate to the nominating committee is also Michael Talley. And we have requested 25 chairs on the convention floor 
Um, I also, Mr. Secretary, would like to say Alabama Council of the Blind has had several years of a very successful fundraiser, Dancing with the Stars. And this year we would like to, our, our funds from this fundraiser go towards scholarships to visually impaired students in Alabama. So we thought it would be appropriate to donate $1,000 towards the scholarship fund on a national level. All right, thank you. Rolling with the tide, Alabama, Joan Garrett's the delegate. Michael Talley is the alternate. Michael Talley will also be going to the nominating committee. They need 25 chairs. Next up, in getting into queue, Connecticut Council of the Blind. Delaware Council of the Blind, one vote. On behalf of Delaware, Deb Trevino will be the nominee. I'm sorry, the, the delegate. Mm -hmm. David Trevino will be the vice the alternate. Okay, you're alternate, good. Sorry. It's okay. And um, George Holiday is going to represent us on the nominating committee. And how many seats would you like? Actually, zero. We're going to sit with Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> There's only two of us, you know. Okay. Well, I hope you don't start talking like this by the end of the week. <laughs> Delaware Council of the Blind. Deb Trevino is the delegate. David Trevino is the alternate delegate. George Holliday is going to go to nominating committee, and they do not need any chairs because they're going to hang out with the Kentuckians, y'all. Okay. Illinois, get into the queue. Bluegrass Council of the Blind, four votes. For the Bluegrass Council of the Blind, the delegate will be myself, Susan Ament. Uh, the alternate delegate will be Sam Seavey. You want to spell his last name, please? Seavey, S-E-A-V-E-Y. Okay. Our representative on the nominating committee will be our member, Paula Weiss. And Bluegrass would like to have seven chairs. Okay. For the Bluegrass Council of the Blind, Susan Ament will be the delegate. Sam Seavey will go to be the alternate. Uh, Paula Weiss will go to nominating committee, and they need seven chairs, please. Thank you very much. Okay. Michigan Council of the Blind, into the queue, please. Kentucky Council of the Blind, 13 votes. Mr. Secretary, this is Debbie Detheridge, President of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Last year in Reno, Nevada, we had two members. This year we have 38 members here. We have Way to go, five guys. past presidents, four chapter representatives, and 14 first-time members. Right. Our, dele our delegate will be Joey Couch. He's first vice president of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and a younger person. He's also a member of our under 40 chapter. Our delegate will be Matthew Selm. He's president of our next generation chapter, our 40 and under chapter. And the uh, nominate, representative to the nominating committee will be myself, Debbie Detheridge. And we need 25 chairs and one space for a wheelchair. Okay. Thank you, Debbie. And uh, all right, for Kentucky. 
Joey Couch is the uh, delegate. Hope your lovely wife's doing well, J- Joey. Matt Selm is alternate. De- Debbie Detheridge is going to go to the nominating committee. They need 25 chairs and one space for a wheelchair. Okay, for the visually impaired veterans of America, uh, David Dollins, the delegate. Richard Kolish is the alternate delegate. David Dollins going to nominating, and they need four chairs and a big salute. And with all of that said, Madam Secretary, that completes roll call. Yes, Mr. Secretary. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, all of you. Thank you for your donations, those affiliates. That's much appreciated. And thank you for staying. Uh, That's appreciated as well. So um, we will close this evening and reconvene tomorrow morning at 8.30 for opening session entertainment at 8 a.m. And enjoy your evening and thank you to all of those listening on ACB radio. Good evening. Page 5, The Sound Prince Calendar, July 10, Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Savvy, will hold a meeting in Owensboro from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. The speaker is from the Owensboro Fire Department, who will talk about fire safety at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For more information, call Rick Bogus at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270-485-8170. On July 11, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will have its conference call meeting at 7 p.m. The number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. For more information about NKCB, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On July 11, the KCBPR Membership Committee meeting will take place at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. July 12 will be the next Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision Support Group meeting in Louisville from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. 
at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street. More information, call 502-895-4598. On July 12, the KCB Convention Planning Committee will meet by conference call at 8.30 p.m. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. On July 13, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its next roundabout, Education and Technology, including the Orbit Reader 20, iPhone Tips, and more from 3.30 to 5 p.m. Discussion Time and Tip Sheet from 5 to 6. Dinner, 6 to 7, $5 per person. Bingo, $2 per person from 7 to 9.30. And other cards and games also available. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On July 14, Braille for the Sighted, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind. In two hours, APH staff will have you reading simple Braille and writing Braille on a slate and stylus or a Braille writer. At the APH Museum, free but best for adults and children 6 and up. Call 502-899-2213 to pre-register. On July 14, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold a board meeting at 11 a.m. by conference call. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On July 15, KCB Next Generation will meet at 8 p.m. by phone. This is their regularly scheduled monthly meeting for visually impaired people under 40. The phone number is 669 669- Nine zero zero six eight three three, and the code is three five seven two five nine five one nine three. Also on July fifteen at eight p.m., the KSB Alumni Board will hold its next meeting at six zero five four seven five six zero zero six. Enter code two nine four 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 four. On July sixteen, the KCB Board will have its monthly meeting at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On July 18, the Bluegrass Council will have a nutrition, education, and cooking class, 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. This is the last class in a collaborative effort between BCB and the UK Cooperative Extension Office to offer hands-on nutrition education classes and cooking classes at the UK Extension Office, 1140 Harry Sykes Way in Lexington. RSVP or for more information by calling 859-259-1834. On July 20 will be the final meeting of the Kentucky Office for the Blind Statewide Rehabilitation Council. It will take place at the McDowell Center, 8412 Westport Road in Louisville. For more information on the agenda and time, contact Jennifer Wright at 502-782-3407. Also on July 20 is the next GLCB Roundabout. Education and Technology from 3.30 to 5. A special session on dog massage at 4.30. Discussion time from 5 to 6, 
dinner, $5 per person, 6 to 7, and games and crafts from 7 until 10. All at the United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On July 22, ACB Families will have its next peer support group meeting by conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The telephone number is 712-432-3900 and the code is 796096. On July 23, the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will have a membership call at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Phone 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On July 25, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind invites you to their peer support group meeting in Lexington from noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. For more information and to sign up, call 859-259-1834. On July 26, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision invites you to participate in its peer support group from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. in Louisville at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street. For more information, call 502-895-4598. On July 27 and 28, the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association will hold its 73rd Annual Alumni Conference and Reunion at the Ramada Inn at 1041 Zorn Avenue in Louisville. For more details, call 502-897-1472. On July 28, there will be a Bards and Storytellers activity as part of the KSB Alumni Association reunion. Everyone is cordially invited to attend and learn more about the role KSB alumni have played in radio over the years. The activity will take place on Saturday morning from 10 a.m. until noon at the Ramada Inn, 1041 Zorn Avenue in Louisville. Sign up in advance by calling either the APH Museum at 502-899-2213 or the Alumni Association at 502-897-1472. And looking ahead to a few events in August, on August 2, the American Council of Blind Lions will have its next conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The number is 712-432-3900 and the code is 796096. On August 3, a GLCB roundabout will take place from 3.30 to 10 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries. For more information, call 502-895-4598. On August 5, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have committee meetings beginning at 7 p.m., Advocacy at 7 and Education, Activities, and Technology at 8. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. August 7, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its monthly conference call meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Individuals statewide experiencing low vision are encouraged to ask questions, share tips, and offer comments. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. 
If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.